Thunder Media. On this edition of Inside Motorsport, Tony Whitlock catches up with young Australian driver Cooper Webster, who's heading off to the UK. I think you'll find his story will be an interesting one. Welcome to Inside Motorsports. It's Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel in 2023. And we've got one of the young men who's one of the number of young Australian lovers who are heading overseas. Welcome back to Cooper Webster, who's been on our show several times. Great to have you back on moments before you jump on a jet and head north. Thank you very much for having me. The fantastic news came out late last year that uh, you're off to do uh, GB4, Formula 4, with Josh Evans in the UK. Championship seven rounds, is that correct? Yeah, seven rounds. Every one of those tracks will be ones that you'll be learning for the first time. Yes, absolutely. And I think I think too, some of them repeat um, during the season, but yeah, I've... Only seen videos and photos of these tracks. Never, it's going to be the first time uh, driving on them when I get over there. You're, you've been a sim racer for some years. Tell us, uh, as part of that, have you been able to learn some of the tracks at all and the layouts? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the benefit with sim racing is you can race on any tracks around the world, and you know from your living room. So I've done I've done lots of races on on Brands Hatch and Silverstone and Donington, all from here in Australia. So. Um, I'm very familiar with the, the the like the major characteristics of each track and where the corners go and you know what you can and can't see around the track with blind spots and and things. But of course, every time I go to a new track, you know, even if I've driven on the sim, it's there's still elements um, you know to, to adjust to. So um, yeah, I'm still expecting that, but I'll do as much as I can on the sim here before heading over. As part of your preparation for a year of, I mean, it's highly likely to be very competitive over there. As part of that preparation, you put yourself in the, a very big seat in S5000 and, I mean, maximum horsepower available in an open wheel in Australia. Wings and slicks that you hadn't had before. You did a champion job running, uh, coming second in the uh, Tasman series, recently finished in Adelaide. And, of course, uh, winning, running third. In the Gold Star, is that correct? Yes, correct. Yeah, that's a tremendous accolade, mate, because uh, it's a highly competitive series and they're very difficult cars to drive from everything I've been told. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I really, you know, it was just sort of you know, thrown in there and just kind of, it was a good opportunity coming from Excel. We didn't really have any other pathways to take, so it was either that or nothing. And, um, you know, I just took went at it the same way I would go out doing sim racing or doing racing high on dies and did my best. And, uh, and so far it's been a really good time in S5000 with third in the driver's championship and then second in the Tasman series. Um, and I think we were more competitive in the Tasman series than we were in the driver's championship, which shows the, um, you know, the, the way that the team is developing quickly and the way my driving is developing pretty quickly, I think, um, and, and just adjusting to the to these cars because it's going to take, of course, it's going to take a long time to to get something, get used to something that's so um, foreign, even from any other category in the world, uh, let alone just for for me in my career. So, um, I've, and I I really love driving the S five thousand too, which I think um, as well adds to to a reason why to why I've been doing doing well. 
And, of course, the team you're with, they're not a highly experienced at uh, this sort of category, are they? No, no, no. So, we, so the team Versa started in S5000s and previously had no open wheel category experience. Um, and it's been a massive learning for, you know, learning about the car, learning about, um, you know, what open wheel cars really like in the setup and, and just, just all that kind of, all that kind of jazz. And, and it has been difficult. I know we've made a lot of mistakes and a lot of errors and haven't been fast for a long time. Um, as in like the, the, my first season, you know, just, just trying to learn and chip away. And, uh, but I, th- I think um, it's showing in the results. It's really, um, it's really um, proving that we're doing the right thing and we're heading in the right direction. Just looking back, um, Josh Evans, was he somebody you knew before this uh, came about? Um, I only spoke to him. I met him at Sydney, one of the Sydney rounds, I think in the, the, the my, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago in S5000 at the Sydney round. Um, I, you know, got to, got to meet him and he was in Australia. Um, I'm not quite too sure why he was here, but he was at the meeting and looking around and talking to people. And, um, I got to say hi to him and have a little bit of a conversation and, um, you know, and didn't, I didn't think anything was going to come just from that. And then one or two years later, um, Josh uh, hit me up and he asked if, if I'd be interested in, in running GB4 and it's just gone from there. So that's a terrific accolade. The fact that he sought you out to, He's a pretty experienced campaigner in Formula Four over there, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And and if if it wasn't for um for the opportunity in S five thousand, I'd never be able to get the next opportunity to go race in England. So I'm forever grateful for the 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 category and and what it's given me in my career. Yeah, it's something that's uh, always so evident, particularly when you get on in years, and I'm in my seventy years old plus year that uh, you realise that you never know where something will lead to. And uh, it's always great. You need to grab the opportunities and run with them, and you've certainly done that. Um, tell me about you know getting ready for the European season, the Grand Prix uh, uh, in Great Britain. Um, do you know of many of the other drivers you're against? I don't know. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't spoken to any of those drivers that I'll be racing. I'm, I'm sure there'll be more. Like the people that I know, um, so far that are racing, I don't don't know who they are, and there might be more people that join the series that that I, I do know. But um, no, I, I, I'm not sure of any of the drivers. But I don't think that will. Um, it might be a good thing not knowing what any of the drivers are like. Um, you know, you just you kind of just go in and do your own thing rather than thinking about what everyone else is doing. So that might be a, a good thing to getting off on the right foot in a, the new category. Well, it's certainly uh, Formula 4 has been a category in Europe in particular and in the UK uh, that has seen many drivers uh, come through it and go on to greater things. What's your game plan for sort of you've got a full season now over in the UK and obviously uh, learning your way and earning what you can, where you can. Um, do you have a sort of a, some idea on what 2024 might hold yet? Um, at the moment, no, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure on what 2024 will hold, but, um, I'm hopeful that like in, in England, the GB4 has another step, um, directly into GB3. Um, and there's been a lot of, uh, um, good drivers in that category that have gone on to, to better, bigger and better things. And, you know, I'm hopeful that something could lead into that category, um, into the year after, uh, if, you know, 2023 goes well, but um, there's nothing 
you know, in stone yet and, you know, anything could, could all flip on its head and um, something else might come up and might go down that path. So, but yeah, in my sights, I've, I've, I've got that category just because it is such an um, obvious next step. And, um, and I think that's another, another really good category. Well, as you well know, you've got an illustrious path to follow the likes of, you know, Larry Perkins and Alan Jones and Mark Webber and obviously the more recent ones in Daniel Ricardo and, and obviously Oscar Piastri, that all have shown that, you know, get over there and get amongst it and you can quite quickly uh, show your, your metal and show what you're capable of. Uh, have you got plans to be catching up with, uh, have you got any family over there at all? No family. Um, no, my whole family will stay in Australia for most of the rounds. They may come over for one, maybe, um, just right. to, to, to come come and experience it all as well. But it's a uh, yeah, it's a pretty long way for all of them to come. I do have a few um, friends that I've I've made through sim racing that live in England, which hopefully I'll be able to catch up with. But apart from that, it's just. Uh, It'll just be me and the and the team. Well, Cooper, we wish you all the very best, and we're watching closely to see. I'm sure there must be YouTube sites and uh, the GB4 yep. site that we can have a look on. We look forward to hearing how it all goes for you, and uh, at some stage, if you do make it back here, we look forward to a time to get an update through the year. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, Cooper Webster, as he heads off to GB4. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.